Podcast. I am the Golden Greek. Alex Arion joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Hello. Hi. I've got the song stuck in my head. Good grief. Yes. And so I'm just dancing with the song in my head to it. I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Honey Badger status. Don't care. Right. Isn't it like Honey Badger don't give a fuck? Honey Badger don't give a fuck. That's what it is, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good to know. Yes. And we're off to a great start. Why not? <laughs> so we are doing a, what are we doing? Movie review. Movie review. Yes. Yay. We're doing a movie review. Yes. On. One of my favorite movies yes, ever. <laughs> one of your favorite all time movies ever. Yes. I love this movie. But before we get to that. Yeah. How have you been? I've been just fantastic yeah. as always. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super busy. Yes. I've been working on my hypnotherapy website and past life regression, uh, hypnotherapy sessions and yeah, it's been, yeah, uh, making org- organite on nice days. You, you've, you've shared some pretty cool, uh, things that you've been doing well with me, but it's pretty just neat. Some of the stuff that you, uh, uncover in in your sessions They're pretty interesting stories and and uh yeah so whether you believe in that stuff or not it's uh it's pretty interesting regardless and i'm gonna put something out here for our hearers and watchers if you're interested in a 50 percent off hypnotherapy session with me message me let me know and we will set something up but you gotta get uh to me within the month of july after that no bueno can't do it all right. Yeah. Fifty uh, percent off. What, what was it? What was that movie? Uh, speaking of movie reviews, where it, the other guys, he's like, "No drinks. <laughs> no drinks. Can't do can't, it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it." Yeah. Fifty percent off. Fifty percent off. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. So take advantage of that if you're interested. Yes. Fifty percent off hypnotherapy, and pa- that includes if you want to do past life regression, or if you want to do inner healing. If there's something you want to work out, weight loss, quit smoking, or quit doing anything unhealthy. There's a whole list of things. Pretty quit soon. Quit drinking Mountain Dew. Yes, I helped somebody quit drink Mountain Dew. And it worked. It, but, it worked. Right? Yeah, so. it worked. I've helped people with insomnia. So that is something. Um, I teach self-hypnosis. So, yeah, I teach it while you're in hypnosis. And then I give you instructions so you can practice. Don't give away all your trade secrets now. I'm not. I'm saying. Like, this is, I'm just 
it's what I tell somebody in a consult. I'm not giving anything away. But yeah, so if you want to have a hypnotherapy session with me, contact me. If you get to me within the month of July, I'll give you 50% off. Yeah. Not a bad racket. Uh-uh. Not bad at all. Well, how can people reach you? Why don't we get social media plugs and stuff like that out of the way now? Yeah. And then we can get into our, our movie review. So if people want to reach you for that. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. I also have an email, tarot by Monique at protonmail.com. And where's your website? My website is www.tarotbymonique.com. I'm working on my hypnosis website, so it's not going to be up yet, but I am working on that. And yeah, we'll have all that information in our show notes, so you can just find it there. There you go. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at TheAlexArion, and you can check out AlexArionFitness.com. And as far as the web, uh, not the website, the social media for the podcast. At HomewreckerPod. On Twitter, the only Twitter. thing we're on. On Twitter. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And you and can go to our website, homewreckerpodcast.com yeah. as well. I also have an Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique. You can get Organite there. You can get candles, incense, tarot, and oracle readings. Or you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Get it there. A lot of stuff is a little bit less because we don't have those Etsy fees. And I'm putting more items out. Like once I make it, I get the picture, I get the description, and I put it out. Whereas Etsy, because you get a paper listing, so I kind of sprinkle it in over time. So there's more options available on my website, so you can do that there. There you go. So yeah, I've been busy. Rock and roll. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I've been busy, but it's good. Awesome. Yes. Awesome blossom. (laughs) Tremendous. I was going to say, are we going to Applebee's? But I don't think that's at Applebee's. No, that's, isn't that uh, Chili's? Chili's? That's a yes, Chili's thing, right? Chili's thing. Jeez, uh, we haven't been out to eat in forever. Like so long. I don't even remember. Stopped going out to eat at restaurants a long time ago. Yeah. Always had bad experiences. It's true. It is. All right, so. All right, so movie. let's get into our movie. So spoilers, of course. Oh my gosh, so many spoilers. So many spoilers. So many spoilers. This is this is gonna be your show. You're gonna this have a is blast. This my show. This is this is all you. All right. So <laughs> I'm just you love this movie so much. I, I don't really know how many do. times we've seen this movie because of how much you love this movie. It's one of those movies I can just watch like over and over and over again. I enjoy it. I think it's it's watchable. It's not my favorite. It's not even close to my favorite, but I enjoy it. I don't mind it. And there are there are funny parts, and my voice is going on. So you put up with me watching it all the time. That is love, hearers and watchers. That is love. When you just kind of like a movie, but the person you love loves it, and you just watch it all the time with them because it makes them happy. That is love and dedication. So that's Thank the definition that. of love. Apparently. All right. Yeah. Well, there you have it. So the movie we watched was Couples Retreat, and it was it came out in 2009. Yes. Yeah. And it was directed by Peter Billingsley. Now, that name sounds familiar. It's because he was Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Yeah. 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 He, he's, he's like a, he, he directs a lot of movies, doesn't he now? Like, that's yeah. his thing. Does he still act? I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything. I don't think. Huh. I did. I ever tell you the uh, the story about the lamp from that movie? You know the lamp, the light lamp? In, in Christmas Story. I don't know. Refresh my memory. Okay. Uh, my ex, an ex girlfriend of mine, 
that I was seeing her father collected old radios. He collected like like old antique radios mm-hmm. and he had a basement full of them. I'm talking like they were everywhere. Okay. And he had that lamp. The radi- leg lamp? The leg lamp radio thing. For, or a, it wasn't it, a it was, radio. It was a leg lamp, excuse me. But it's he, the, like, he the had the foot and the heel and the yeah, fishnets he had, and the leg. And I know they sell them. Like, you know, novelty, novelty yeah. but he had the one from the movie. He had the actual prop. Really? Yes, he had the actual prop. He got it from somebody that he went to college with, worked on the movie or something. I don't know. That's but, pretty neat. But he had like, yeah, yeah, I thought it, I, I was like, oh, wow, that's like, oh, that's like from the movie. He goes, no, that's from the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I, I've, I've seen the movie. He goes, no, no, that's the movie, the actual <laughs> no, thing. No, kid, I'm you're like, not getting it. It's actually oh. like from the movie. He had it like in a case and everything and had like, you know. I probably would have like barbed wire around it and <laughs> in a glass case. Like if it's the original from the movie, you don't want people to like knock it down. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You didn't want anybody I, to I wouldn't it, want so. me knocking it down because I'm as graceful as a rhino. So. There you go. Yeah. So, I, I know how I am. So that's my little. Tremendous. So. Trivia. This movie <laughs> stars Vince Vaughn, Malin Ackerman, John Favreau. Faison Love. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Davis. Davis. And Kelly Cal- Hawk. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. those are the, the main cast, the couples in the movie. So like uh, briefly, what's yeah. the movie about? Essentially, couples retreat. Obviously, the title kind of says it all. It's a bunch of couples that mm-hmm. go Who are a close new group, close group, uh, group. Knit group, close knit group of friends. I Easy for say you that. to say. Yeah. Um, and they end up going to an island resort and one couple needs help with their relationship and the rest think they're just going on a vacation and it turns out they all have to work on their relationship and they learn some things about themselves and each other along the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie, this is another Vince Vaughn, John Favreau movie. So the first one, so they met. On the set you of You say Rudy. it's another one of their movies. Yeah. Like, what do you mean so their the, movie? So like they, they met on... they directed it, they, they produced wrote it. it, they... Okay. So they wrote it, they starred in it. I think they produced. Um, so they met on the set of Rudy, and they made the movie Swingers together. And that was the first movie I saw the two, to, two of them in. They had a movie come out after called Made. They, they've worked together on a lot of different things. And... But this movie of... All their collaborations is just my favorite. And I love Swingers, but this is my favorite. I haven't seen Swingers in so many years. Oh, there's so many. So many. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one they did? Made? Made. Right? Yeah. And wasn't that kind of, was that like a sequel to Swingers? Or no, something? it's about this guy, John Favreau's character. I think he used to be a boxer. And he's like an, he's basically protection for his girlfriend who's a stripper who seems like she cheats on him and does drugs, and the the woman has a daughter he tries to take care of, and he and Vince Vaughn... So it's not a sequel to No, Swingers. no, no, right. no. You so don't have to not, give okay. them, you don't tell So right. the, the thing about Vince Vaughn, if anyone's ever noticed, at least for the movies we've watched, he always seem, like seem to, seems to play the same type of character, but it works. Like when you have people who do that, it gets old. But there's something about Vince Vaughn. I don't know if it's the movies that he chooses. It just works. 
At least to me, it does. It's like I feel like every every Vince Vaughn movie I've seen is one that he either like wrote or directed. Or, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if he's a director. I'm not sure, but uh, I feel like he like had a part in the movie other than just start you know yeah. uh, acting in it. So I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just he writes. He's I, a funny guy. I I find him funny. I, I know a lot of people don't find like I have a couple friends that can't stand him, but. I, like I, I enjoy him. Like I think he's he's fine. He's not like the funniest guy in the world or anything. But I, I get a kick out of him. I think he's all right. I don't mind watching a movie if he's in it. And I love so. Sean Favreau. And one of my favorite things about him is the movie The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. His character. So there's these group of people just filling in because there's a football strike going on, and one of the football players is a cop, and he reminds me so much of my brother, and even kind of like in that movie looks like him, and I'm just like, oh my gosh! And there was just something about that. I'm like, oh, I just he's such like he's a good actor and a good writer, and I like his movies. And Hell of a director too. Yeah. Man. Oh, Jeez. yeah. And then he's gone on to do so much more with all the Iron Mans oh, and the yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah. But yeah, I I love John Favreau. So there it's it's just like I think for me the combination that just made this movie really great. All right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So the opening of the movie starts with David Bowie's "Modern Love," which is another song I absolutely love. I love this song, and I'm just like. Can this movie get any more awesome, awesomer? But it does. But it, it opens up with that song, and they're showing these clips of, like, couples over time. And I just thought that was really cool, and it was cute and sweet. And I just, there's something about it I really enjoyed, and it made my heart center feel warm and fuzzy. Okay, there yeah. you go. Sweet. And as, like, <laughs> the end of the song comes, they start showing pictures of the couples in the movie, and... During the beginning of the movie, we get to know the main cast of characters. So there's the main couple, Dave and Ronnie. And that's Ronnie is short for Veronica. Veronica Vince Vaughn and Malin Ackerman. Then there is Jason and Cynthia, Jason Bateman and Kristen Bell. There is Joey and Lucy, who is John Favreau and Kristen Davis. And then there is Shane and Trudy, played by Faison Love and Kaylee Hawk. All right. Yes. So we now get to, we have we have they have kids too, right? So um, the first couple, Dave and Ronnie, have two they little have kids. Two little kids, two and boys. They've been together for seven, seven years. years. Yeah. Find out. Jason and Cynthia are the kind of anal retentive couple <laughs> you you learn about them especially I, jason yeah like super nerdy over analytical kind of person powerpoints for everything yeah yeah and they've been together for 10 years yeah, 10 years joey and lucy have been together for 18 years we find out they have a daughter lacy and they conceived her on prom night yes yep. And then Shane and Trudy. Shane is divorced from a woman, Jennifer, and Trudy is his 20-year-old girlfriend. That's right. Yeah. And he's like in his 40s, right? Or something? Yeah, they're probably like late 30s, early 40s. So Dave and Ronnie seem like a pretty normal, good couple. Jason and Cynthia, we find out they're having issues. And Joey and Lucy, one of the things I like when... They show Joey and Lucy together and they're interacting with their daughter. They're like really doing a great tag team of like, she's wearing next to nothing is going to go out with her friends. And he's just like, 
what are you doing? Can't wear that. Like, you know, you're important and don't let like men treat just based off the way you look, treat you like that kind of speech. And, um, Kristen Davis's character, Lucy, she's like, he's so right. And <laughs> just like, he'll, so John Farrell will say something, Kristen Davis like chimes in and it was such like, and you're like, oh wow, like what really good parents. And then the daughter goes upstairs to change and he's like, did you mail the tuition check? And she's like, I thought you were going to do it. And they start bickering. Uh, we've made, we've stuck together for 18 years. Let's just, you know, make it a couple more months or something like that. So obviously they're having problems. They're, they can't wait for their daughter to go to college so, so they, they can, can split up. up. Mm-hmm. And then Shane and Trudy, we find out Shane is divorced from his ex-wife, Jennifer. Trudy is 20, like we said. And they've been together for two weeks. And they've been together for two weeks. At the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. So basically, Jason and Cynthia put a PowerPoint presentation together. And they, during Dave and Ronnie's son's birthday party, during the magician that Trudy watches, <laughs> she stays downstairs to watch, they give their PowerPoint presentation, uh, just going over what they're going through. Uh, Cynthia's been trying to get pregnant. It's put a strain on the relationship. And they want to give their relationship one more chance. And they've found the place to do it, Eden. And it's an all-inclusive resort that is this beautiful tropical island. And there's jet skiing place and looks snorkeling. looks like a screensaver. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Sorry, it looks like ahead. a screensaver. Sorry, carry on. Um, and, you know, like jet skiing, couple skill building, snorkeling. Oh, wait, what was that? Couple skill building. So they have to know by midnight that night. They'd be leaving in a week to go. There's a last minute reservation. The reason why they're t- asking everyone to go is because they can't afford to go to this place on their own. But if they have a group, it's half price. So... Before we go on, yep. could you tell everybody listening or watching how much the actual, because this is an actual place. Okay, so let me explain about this Eden just, Resort. Just give the price. It was filmed at St. Regis in Bora Bora. Now today, if you want to go there and stay in one of the villas, the gorgeous, beautiful villas that they stayed at, you're looking anywhere from $250,000 to just under $400,000. That's a week, right? No, that's a night. Damn it. That's a night. And it does not include airfare, nor does it include the boat ride from the airport to the island. Does it include meals at least? Two, it includes usually breakfast and a dinner, but no lunch. And that's per night per person. $250,000. That is more than the cost of our house. <laughs> we bought our house for less. For one night. For one, for night one person. Per person. Huh. Mm-hmm. What else happens there? Is that like where you get like the, the meaning of life and... Do you find out It looks the like a fucking of, screensaver, do you, so... Do you find the secrets of the... Is like everything... Uh, do you sleep on gold beds? No, but they, you, they like, so in the movie, <laughs> like they, they, they show up at this place and they learn there's another resort on the other side of the island, Eden West. And that's a uh, singles resort, AKA hump island. And Did you say hump? Yes. Hump island. That's, that's its nickname in the movie. <laughs> no, it's just funny. Cause they, they actually put a little thing in it, and I'm curious if people pick up on it, like, towards the end of the movie when they get over to the other side. But we're not there yet. Um, so there is a singles resort. Now, 
they get to their villas. They're like these gorgeous huts on the water. And in the floor, it's like a window. And you can look at the fish swimming in the water because like the, the um, villas are on the water. Well, if that's not worth 250 grand a night, I don't know what is. So, again, the villas, they do have the little windows of the, of the, on the floor. They have like little, they have the pools. And then you can actually go into the ocean as well. Well, if that's not worth two hundred fifty grand, I don't know what is. A night, a night per person, per person, not including airfare and the boat ride. Yeah, talk about a cold, hard slap of reality. So, so anyway, <laughs> keep, keep going. We're Things way we'll off track here. Don't so, talk like that. <laughs> Jeez. No, I know. Think positive. Come on. Anyway. So they go to the villa and it's beautiful and they go, the, the restaurant there is like this five-star restaurant and they're having dinner and we meet Stanley with a C who does not accept tips of any kind, but he does accept smiles. And Stanley gives them their itinerary and at 6 a.m. they have couple skill building and it's not optional. So they learn that it's all or nothing. If you want to stay here, you got to participate in the couple skill, so, so, skill yeah. building. So basically what happened was they all got talked into going to this resort mm-hmm. to help out, what are their names again? Jason and Cynthia. Jason and Cynthia, thank you. Under the premise Under the, that they didn't have to participate in that. Right. That the couple skill building was optional. It is not optional. Now they know. Now they found out that they all have to participate yes. and they are not happy about it. Nope. So anyhow. So they decide over dinner, like, let's just, the meal's included, so let's talk about it. Because as Stanley said, maybe they'd prefer Sandals Resort. And so. Are you going to go through this, like, scene by scene? Is this what we're doing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going off my notes that I wanted to talk about. So they decide they're going to stay. So we get the movie. So they show up at Couples Skill Building, and we meet Monsieur Mosso. I can't say it like Stanley says it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I I can't do it either. But so we meet him and he's the one who oversees it all. And he makes everyone take off their clothes. And Faison Love, he gives him like the best compliment ever. And this is how like anytime somebody's going to talk about the fat on their body, it's not fat. It's layer upon layer of dormant muscle. Oh, Yeah. That is like the best way to describe that. I love it. That is the positive creative thinking that I like. All right. Yeah. We get to meet the therapists as part of the couple skill building. So uh, John Michael Higgins. I I know him. Like he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in uh, Best in Show. He was in a psych episode. Do you remember which one? Well, the gentleman one. Yeah, the the I don't remember the name of it though. Yeah, the gentleman one. But he's in. He's funny. He's in a lot of stuff. He was the therapist for Dave and Ronnie. You'd know him if you saw him. I'm sure. Ken Jong, and he's a comedian. He's in a lot of stuff. I think he was like in the Hangover. Hangover. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, he's the therapist for Jason and Cynthia. There's Charlotte Cornwell, which I'm not too familiar with, but she was the therapist for Joey and Lucy and Amy Hill. She was in a, she's in a bunch of stuff, TV shows and movies. And if you see her, you'll be like, oh, okay. But she was uh, in 51st States. She was the therapist for Shane and Trudy. So these scenes were really fun because again, you're just learning more about these characters and 
just their personality types and their relationship. Yeah, their relationship and what they're going through. And I just wanted to point out two things with uh, Jason and Cynthia, the hypothetical gun, pulling a hypothetical gun on their therapist to know how they're doing, just showing the personality type. And then um, Dave and Ronnie, their therapist brings up that Dave bulldozes Ronnie. And I remember like the first time, like I've never heard that, but it, it was a great way to describe kind of what happens when... When you have a strong personality who just takes over everything. Yep. So another couple skill building exercise that they do is they're out, uh, Dave and Ronnie and Jason and Cynthia, they're out feeding fish in the ocean and they have a bucket of chum, but it's the two girls together and then the two guys. So I was confused. I didn't get why they had the girls together and the guys together, but not the couples. I didn't know what kind of skill building that was. But not only that, it wasn't all four couples. It was only two couples. No, because... No, it was only two couples. No, I'm sorry. Yes, because Shane and Trudy were mountain biking. Is that part of skill building? It probably was. Okay. Because well they were with well the other guy. What, okay, but what were the other couple doing? And tell me how that's part of skill building. Couples massage. They were supposed to do it together, though. Getting Laying down and getting a massage is going to Well, what's help sitting your... in the water and feeding fish? Fair enough. Okay. But anyway, they were not all together. It no, was just, yeah. they weren't. So they, they were split up. There was a, a really good... Um, quote from that where a shark comes <laughs> and Vince Vaughn is in the water surrounded by chum oh. and Mr. Masso is just telling him like you no, know, no, no. I can't do it I can't do it anyway Marceau he's telling him like you know just calm down relax and he's like take the French out of your mouth and I love that line take the French out of your mouth yes. get the guns <laughs> shoot there some fish no guns. One life is not better than another. One life is not more important yes, than more another. Yes, more important. Thank you. Yes. Oh, it's so good. So, um, Vince Vaughn has a shark encounter, which the next day at therapy. They're like these tiny little. It's like, like a little sharks. tiny scratch on his knee. They're like, or like it looks like, like baby it, sharks. Baby shark. Baby shark. You're welcome. You all hate us now. Yes. I hate us now. But so he was traumatized by this, but it brought up like a line I used. I use it all the time. They're at therapy. Ronnie brings up what had happened. He was so traumatized, couldn't take her to the waterfall. Vince Vaughn's reaction: "I know my truth." I fucking love that line. I know my truth. I know my. I have stolen that line just to pop him so many (laughs) times. It's a fantastic line. (laughs) Anytime, like we get in a fight. Not a fight, but a disagreement. A fight. Well, yeah, because we fight so much. Wrong word. A disagreement. <laughs> I, I know my truth. And it makes them laugh every, every time. Every time. Damn it. Yeah, because yeah. I love you. Yes, I love you too. Yeah. Um, so then another thing that comes up is couples yoga with Salvador. Regard me. Please. <laughs> so Regard do me. it. <laughs> this guy, like... This guy, what's his name? I have to look at his name. This actor, I got to give him props. Um, Carlos Ponce. Ponce. This guy is awesome. He is. He's so good. So awesome. Plays this character so well. He's this yoga instructor and he's really creepy. And he's like, transfer your energy. And he's like, just like doing this (laughs) motion. He's like patting people like on the side of their ass. Encouragement. Encouragement. Good. Yes. 
he just like the the personality, the character is hilarious. And oh, people are blowing off fireworks. Sounds like a what war zone out there. Banging. It's grief. fireworks. Um yeah, like he, wow. he there's like he's uh, the girls are in um, what's it called? Baby, happy baby pose, where you're on your back and your legs are up and you're holding your feet. And the guys are supposed to kind of be like up on top and they're rocking and transferring their energy. It's tantric energy. Yes, feel my karma. <laughs> Transfer your tantric energy. And so was it Kristen Bell? Yeah, I think it was, it was Kristen Bell. And so Jason Bateman's doing it wrong. He's like, here, I'll show you. And he gets on top. And he like does it. He goes up. He's like, boom. And she's like, what? Boom. <laughs> Jason Bateman's like, am I doing this right? I feel like my back is curved. Like, and she's just like, why? Like this guy is like on me, pumping me, basically saying boom. Yeah. Boom. How is that not funny? Boom. All right. Encouragement. Regard me. So then they're told they have to be there the next day before sunrise, but Trudy ends off taking off on the other so side the, of the island. So you're, you're leaving up phase on oh. love. What's his name in the movie? Shane. Shane is, is he, as we mentioned earlier, he's a lot older than her and she's young. She's a 20 year old girl. And every time they're, they're going to do something, he's tired. He's, you see him just kind of like, uh, just be, be kind of be being like a sloth essentially he's just super tired he doesn't he doesn't want to do anything he, he he's on the bike ride he's complaining he's if, whatever they're doing he's complaining he's not as in shape right yeah because he's got layer upon layer of dormant, dormant muscle. muscle yes and so she ends up getting fed up with him and she leaves mm -hmm. and she goes to hump island hump island one of so, the things we forgot to mention is the bang bang Boom, boom. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. That's, I but, forgot. And, and she sorry. calls him daddy. So he's trying to get a motorcycle. And she's like, hurry up, daddy. <laughs> and like she's like, just like, so she's really loud. And she calls him daddy. And, and it's just really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously the, you need to watch it. So yeah. So the, they, they end up having to go over to. Well, John Favreau wants to get over to that side of the island. Cause so when they got there. Yeah, so does his wife. They both want to go there because when they got to the island, they re that's when they realized there was a whole other side. So he and his wife would love to go to that side. So John Favreau develops a plan to sneak over to the other side of the island at night to find Trudy, of course, and then make it and, back and by have sunrise. a couple of drinks. But, you know, yeah, but, just, but, but, but we got to find Trudy. We're doing though. it for Trudy. We're doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right, sure. but we could have fun while we're, while we're there. Yeah, of course. Right. So they so they go over to the other side of the island. Yep, they go to the other side of the island, and that's where we kind of really see more of Jason and Cynthia, where he's just trying to control everything. You get that about his personality in the movie, but here she's rowing and she can't seem to do it right and he's just correcting her and she ends up jumping out of the canoe and swimming to shore as you do yeah and and he's just like nitpicking <laughs> at everything it's like okay enough so they get to the island Cynthia's upset she takes off the girls go after her and they split up the guys are left to get to hump island on their own. Well, they're on Hump Island. They just have to well, find the resort part of it. I guess. It's it's hard. It, and that's the other thing. It's hard to tell with 
where, because the, the girls get to the waterfall, which was part of that island. So it's just kind of weird. It was that, confusing. Yeah, how, it was kind of confusing. this whole thing was set up. But anyway. We were not given a map. I didn't have a map to look about at, the whole place. unfortunately. Yes, we have to use our imagination. But the gentlemen stumble upon the Ponderosa. And inside the Ponderosa is Stanley with a C, wearing a 1981 Kenny Rogers tour shirt. The Ponderosa is awesome. Yes. I mentioned it to you earlier. You did. And I'm like, is it, is it like I a don't real know if, place? I don't know if it's still a, a thing or not, uh, but when I went actually trained to go, uh, when I went to train to be a wrestler, it was in Ohio. I was in Ohio for uh, several months, and we used to go, I think it was every every Thursday or every Friday, we'd go to the Ponderosa, and then uh, uh, the other place we'd always go to would be uh, a Perkins. You ever heard of Perkins? No. I, I, I don't know if they're still around or not, because this was a, a long time ago. This was a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, It's what, 30? No. No, not, not that long. No. It was 96. So 15? 15 years ago? No, that's a lot. I mean, it's, it's 2021. No, 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 15. Uh, so 25. 25. Wow. Math is hard. Numbers wow. are hard. So it was a while ago. Uh, yeah, but I used to go there, and, and we would go there every Thursday and Friday. I, I, like I said, I can't remember which night, but anyway, and you'd get, it was all you can eat, and it was like awesome quality food. So good. But anyway, that was I, the Ponderosa. The Ponderosa Steakhouse, I think it was called. And then Perkins was just like another restaurant that had a, an all-you-can-eat buffet. And they were delicious. I've never heard and of it. It was so good. For like 15 bucks, you could eat everything. Steak, pri- they had prime rib. Oh, it was so good. Anyway. Remember Ponderosa. the Crown Round? I remember no. like they, like that was a place round, in round. Yeah, New England. And I didn't eat there a lot as a kid, but I just remember, I think it was like Tuesday nights, you paid your weight. So like, yeah. So if you were like 85 pounds, it would be 85 cents. If you, Yeah, it was like some weird thing, like kids paid their weight or something like that. I don't know huh. why that came to mind, but it did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All so right, they back, go to the Ponderosa. Back to the Ponderosa. Stanley and other staff are there, and they're playing Guitar Hero. Now, one of the things that's mentioned and caused a lot of confusion for me was that Dave sells Guitar Hero, makes Guitar Hero. It's very confusing on what he actually does with Guitar Hero. So I question, does he work at a store, like a video game store, and he sells it? Or does he work for the company that makes it and sells it? Or did he actually make the game? I don't know. It's very unclear. You can't really tell. But he's a Guitar Hero whiz. Yes. I've never played Guitar Hero. Nor have I. So I couldn't tell you anything about it. But he hustles Stanley. But he hustles Stanley. Mm-hmm. To get yeah. directions to go to the club and not get told on. Because he wants to rat on him to say it. Yeah. Did I say it right? <laughs> Just cough while you're saying it. <laughs> um, so they figure out how to get there. They end up there. The girls end up at the waterfall and... Salvador happens by and he has a tropical drink. Uh, I think it's like rum, island rum that he makes. And the girls are drinking and Cynthia is just like, let's go, let's go have fun. And um, they make their way over to the other side of the island. 
Well, they're already on the other side of the island. They're, 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 they're just they going to, to the, the, to the club resort. wherever yes. they're, they're clubbing they and dancing. They make it to the singles resort. Everything. Yeah, yes. that's all. Um, and they get there and Joey finds the San Diego dance troupe that he met when they got to the island. And he's like, I, I got to go. I, you know, we got to ask the locals, you know, what's going on? We got to find Trudy, ask for information. And everyone splits up. But before they get there, the guys are walking in the woods and they're kind of calling each other out on their shit. And one of the things that Vince Vaughn's character brings up to Joey is he starts talking about like Applebee's. And he's like, who wants to go to Applebee's by themselves? And it's this kind of long speech. But it actually plays a part because... When you hear that, like, for me, I was like, Joey's character, when you first meet him in the movie, he's sitting alone at, I don't know if, I don't know if it's an Applebee's, but some kind of, like, restaurant sports bar at a table. There's a bar behind him. There's sports on the screens. But he's alone. Maybe it's an Applebee's bar. Maybe, but he's alone. And so I think it just kind of shows that reflection that he's already alone at Applebee's, so to speak. He's already there. And... Is it really doing them any good? No. So that's just something that I had noticed and thought I would point out. What? Okay. Nothing. So they end up... You keep going. They end up all... They find Trudy, but while Shane is looking for Trudy, his ex-wife Jennifer shows up and we meet Jennifer, the ex-wife. I hate this part. This part's so dumb. I hate it. I think it's terrible. I will crap on it after you explain it. But she explains how she heard from the salon he was coming. She had to come find him because she had to tell him how she feels. So basically, like, when she first met him, that was the only guy she's ever been with. And she had to go explore and be with other people. But after doing it, she realized, like, how much she loves him and how important he is to her and she wants to be with him. And he realizes that what he's doing to Trudy isn't fair. And he speaks to Trudy and she's like, I'm sorry, I'll go back. He's like, then you're doing the same thing I was. So he splits up with Trudy and gets back with his wife, Jennifer. Jason and Cynthia make up. Dave and Ronnie kind of get... Like, they didn't really have issues, but they just realized some things. And they, they ended up fighting on the island. They started getting into an argument and fighting with each other on the island. They're the only couple that went there that you think is fine. There's no issues. They're fine. They seem like they're in love. They, they seem... They, but they end up just having a fight. And I guess they have this little fight and then realize, okay, we really do love each other. We're really crazy about you. Now we just have to be better at showing it. Yeah. And work on it to get together. together. That's it. Um, and who else? Joey and Lucy. Joey is with the San Diego dance Academy and sees Lucy dancing with Salvador and he walks up and knocks him out. And Oh, one of the things Salvador would say is because Joey takes off his shirt and he's like, Oh, chest muscle he's like ah like a peacock <laughs> peacock chest and you call him peacock chest <laughs> so yes, joey, he did. joey walks up to salvador punches him and he and lucy start ar- arguing and joey starts going off about like you know wanting to go to applebee's and she's like are you asking me to go to applebee's <laughs> and they kind of like go back and forth like oh, okay well 
I want to go to Applebee's with you, and I, I want to go with you, and they get back together. They start passionately they kissing. Do and, and everyone, you know, yeah. they're bringing in the love, bringing yes. it in. But I, I, before we go on, though, yep. I have to talk about the yes. Jennifer thing. Talk about the Jennifer because it's please. stupid. It's it's so dumb. Okay, Shane is the most pathetic excuse for a man taking back a woman like this. Sorry. If I'm hurting anybody's feelings or offending anybody, I don't care. He's pathetic. She, okay, he explains in the movie that he went through three years of therapy with her to try to save their marriage. She left him. They divorced. It was finalized. They get a divorce. She tells him that she's had so many one-night stands and she's had two guys at once and all this shit. And she's talking about how she's been in bed with people that she can't even remember their names in the morning and all this shit. She's basically talking about how she went out and turned into a slut and a whore. But she, but she realized that she really loves him. And so she just wants him back. She realized that she wasn't missing out on anything. She had it really good. And he took her back. I know. After I, all this. To play devil's advocate. There's no devil's advocate. No, I'll play devil's advocate. There's no devil's advocate here. Listen. Regard to me. She is basically saying she had to learn her lesson. And it took all of going through that to realize how good she had it. However, because she wasn't happy because she kept thinking about all the stuff she didn't do in life. And that's her own issue she had to work out. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm just saying that's her perspective. She had to go through that. But he loves her. They love each other. And if he can accept that, okay. Okay. If you think that's cool, I'm just, great. I, I'm giving my opinion. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate. In my view, this guy is pathetic. If I'll say it right now, if we were in that situation, you went and did all that. I don't think I'd be able to say, "Okay, honey, I still love you. I'll take you back." I'm sorry, I honey. Think there's I divorced a word you, and I had that. to go whore around for a while. Yeah, like what? I mean, but that's what it was. That's a that's a without saying it. That's what she did. One of the things that she said that I that? didn't I like it. is he's saying, you know, how his friends like him, and he's like, "I like myself." And he just turns around and walks away. And she goes, well, I don't like you. I love you. But that just, like, it's a cringe moment because I look at it like, if I love you, obviously I like you. Like, you are my best friend. Of course I like you. So to say that I don't like you, like, I get why they did it and why she said that to say, because I love you. But I look at it like if you are in love with somebody, you obviously have to like them too. You can't hate, like, dislike somebody. I I mean, I guess you could dislike somebody and be in love with them. But it's Mm, not healthy. I I guess you you Wouldn't it be healthy? Uh, Yeah, so that was kind of... I wouldn't recommend that, but Uh -uh. I guess... Like, if somebody said, I don't like you, I love you, I'd be like, are you sure about that? To me, it's just... And the fact that she decided also that she was in love with Shane when she realized that, or when she heard that he was on this, went away on a, uh, to a resort. 
Sounds like someone's jealous. Exactly. So when he finally says, fuck it, gets a girlfriend and moves on, finally. But she didn't know he got a girlfriend. Regardless, the fact that he was going to a singles island is what she heard. Mm -hmm. And that's when she, oh, and I realize I love you. It's just, uh, sorry, to me, it doesn't, it, if, if, I, if this were real, if this were, obviously it's a movie, it's fictional, whatever, but if this were real and you followed these couples two, three years down the road, five years down the road, as like a, where are they now? What happened? They wouldn't have made Wait, it. Wait, are you saying we need a couples retreat part two? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying that if it, all right, fine. John Favreau, if you're listening. We need a couples retreat to, to make yes. my wife happy, please. If, if, you, if anybody out there listening cares <laughs> but no but that's the thing like she's not to me i'm sorry she's not it's it's not it's not a uh a sincere thing it's a jealousy thing at first it's she's with the guy but she's all she, she's not thinking about how good she has it she's thinking about well all this stuff i'm missing all these other one night stands I can have and all these threesomes I can have and all this whoring I can do and all this clubbing I can do. And all that's what, that's what she's thinking. So she finally gets it. And then when he goes and finally says, okay, I guess I got to move on now after three years of therapy, she's like, oh, wait, oh, oh, he's going out and, and, and doing what I've been doing. But it just made me think, you know, like they're, I really need him back now. You know, the personality types who always feel like they're missing out on everything. The, what's that called? FOMO, FOMO fear, fear of missing, missing out. out. I yeah. feel like that's her type of character, I guess, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, moving on. Regardless, hated that part of the movie. Hate that that was the end of that movie. That the, wasn't the, the end. Well, well, that they end up together, I mean. Okay. They're, they're together at the end of the movie. So the end of the movie, they all show up after sunrise. And they're... So the whole thing is at the end of the couple's counseling they're supposed to be shown what their spirit animal is and we find out that jason and cynthia their spirit animal is a rabbit joey and lucy are a wolf shane and jennifer are a bee and dave and ronnie are the ass be an ass for your marriage be an ass for your children be an yes, ass for, for love. love. I'm going to be the biggest ass you've ever seen. If you want to know why, watch the movie. Yes. So that's a that's couple's, couples retreat. retreat. Oh, and there's an after credit scene. <laughs> Federal yeah, Service, which, a pimp. Which I, we never we knew. We never even knew. We never knew. I just happened to look on IMDb. I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a post credit scene to this movie of all the times we've seen it. Obviously, we never sit through the credits. But it was like 12 years. I've watched this movie. Never. Yeah. He sat through the credits. So, yeah, that's Couples Retreat. Now, as we as has become kind of customary when we do these movie review shows, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think the mics picked that up. I was trying to clear my throat because I'm losing my voice again. <sighs> ah, Shocker. Golly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we go to the IMDb user reviews. And I have not read any. I've glanced over them there are several and the average user review here uh, on uh, imdb is a 5.5 out of 10 which means that it's not really that highly regarded it's a eh. it's kind of an eh movie right and, and i mean 
And like I said, I, I don't mind the movie. I enjoy it. I, I laugh at parts and stuff like that. But it's not like, for me, I wouldn't give it what a 10. What would you rate it? Out of 10. I'd probably give it like a six and a half. I give it a nine and a half. There you have it. So I quickly uh, just, I didn't read any, but saw that like the headlines and the number, you know, whatever out of 10. And there's a lot of nine out of 10s. There's a couple of 10 out of 10s. There's a lot of like really low. So I, I want to hear these low ones, so what people have to say. Do you say. want me to start with some low ones? Yes. All right. Let me scroll through. I got a nine. I got a, how about a four? Okay. Okay. This is a four out of 10 by Barnstormer 2. This was left in October 19th of 2009. So probably right around the time the movie came out. He gave it a four out of 10 and he titled his review Snorefest. Having enjoyed Vince Vaughn and John Favreau in Swingers, I thought that this had a pretty decent chance of being a funny movie. No dice. This film tries to be a zany comedy and a touching drama at the same time and fails at both. It starts out well, but somewhere about 20 minutes in, seems to lose its way and it never comes back. I've seen worse movies and there are a few funny moments, but by halfway in, I was hoping it would end soon because it was just boring. The best thing I can say is that this movie will have you wanting to visit Bora Bora because of all the beautiful scenery. Other than that, meh. All right. So, thank you, Barnstormer 2. I can't remember if I mentioned it in the beginning, but to me, this movie has so many, like, nonstop awesome quotes. I don't remember if I said that before, but, like... There's a lot of one-liner and funny, like, throughout the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, it, it, It has... It has its moments. Who? How about a 10 out of 10? Yeah. From Irish Dancing Monkey, left in August 19th of 2018, titled, Why Do People Hate This? I don't understand why everyone hates this movie and thinks it isn't funny. This movie is a favorite in my group of friends. We constantly quote it. Sounds like someone who, kind of person I'd hang out with, yeah. So there you go. There's a 10 out of 10. Ooh, here we go. Are you ready? We've got a 2 out of 10 from Bob M5508 left on November 11th, 2009. Shockingly unfunny. What a wasted opportunity. They take two of our finest comedians, a beautiful cast of hardworking actresses, and a great tropical setting, and it comes out a stale, lifeless, laugh-free mess. Man, this was painful to watch. Vince fired off a few smile-inducing one-liners in the startup domestic setting, and that was the last smile they got out of me. Once the cast was moved to the tropics, everything went wrong. Male-on-male embarrassment was overused about five times. Vince tried a few off-the-wall diatribes that fell flat. Young women swoon over John Favreau? Huh? And he ignores the fabulous Kristen Davis? The pratfalls to marriage are glossed over and play out badly. Every scene seems to last about five beats too long. Favreau gets not one, but two masturbation scenes. What? Neither comes even close to delivering any humor. All four couples have shaky or totally damaged relationships. And then, in a ten-minute whirlwind finale, all solve their problems in a totally superficial way. And I couldn't possibly have cared less about the Guitar Hero duel. Yikes. Okay, I just... I, oh. Let me finish. Oh, I thought it was done. Let me finish. I have my mistake. God damn it, let me finish. My bad. I guess I blame the writing for being witless, shallow, and lazy. The actors take that material and lay an egg with it. 
and a first-time director, the legendary Ralphie of Christmas Story fame, either couldn't see it or was overmatched by having the writers and producers in front of the camera. A huge disappointment for me and shocking that this dribble can gross over $100 million at the box office. Any evening of bad TV sitcoms would be just as enjoyable and $9 cheaper. All right, Bob. Wow. Who pissed in your Cheerios that morning? Bob M. So one of the things he said that John Favreau was like, what was he saying? Like women swooning over him? Yeah, the college women, the San Diego. Well, they were drunk. Right off the boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. (laughs) They were drunk. They're drunk chicks. So what are you trying to say? That John Favreau has to only gets drunk women no, swooning over? No, but he's making it sound like <laughs> just, just in general, this guy has women fawning over him, but the only chicks who seem interested or the one chick is really drunk all the time. So what does that say? That was my retort. I, I love that you're, you, you are like, you are just an ardent defender of this Fine, cinematic piece of... To each their own with their opinion. All right. I just don't have to agree (laughs) with it. Well, another four out of ten review here by Troy Campbell, October 7th, 2009. He titles his review, DVD Bargain Bins Beckon. I'm unsure what is more worrying, that Vince Vaughn and Jon Favreau starred in such a mediocre comedy or the fact that they wrote it. Good friends and regular collaborators, Vaughn and Favreau, have had mixed results in their working partnership. Swingers is a bona fide cult classic which tore up the indie circuit back in 1996. Made was a disappointment to all those expecting Swingers too. The breakup was a successful guilty pleasure and four holidays, or four Christmases in the U.S., flopped massively at the U.S. box office. Where does retreat fit in? Somewhere near four holidays, but at least they didn't also write that. The target audience was obviously never decided upon as the humor seems to cater for everyone. One minute there are mature real-life moments that firmly fit into the funny because it's true category. The next there are gags revolving around untimely erections and masturbation that would be right at home in American Pie. Done in the right way and on their own, either of these forms of comedy can be brilliant. However, mixing them together makes for a muddled experience. There are a few hilarious scenes, the yoga session undoubtedly the most memorable, just nowhere near enough. Of the cast, Vaughn and Ackerman come out best, their natural chemistry and adroit comic timing going a long way to keeping the movie afloat. The others don't fare so well. Favreau needs to leave the acting business and focus on writing and directing. It is practically impossible for him to be amusing on screen. Bateman, Bell, Davis, and Love all fail to ever get us laughing, whilst the extended cameo from John Reno is possibly the worst stuff the experienced Frenchman has ever put on celluloid. If you are looking for an easy comedy with fabulous locations and women, then this might do the trick, but I definitely could not recommend spending your hard-earned cash to see this at the cinema. DVD Bargain Bins Beckon. Two out of five... One being rubbish, two ordinary, three good, four excellent, five classic. So this guy was even even came up with his own ratings. But actually, hold on a second. Didn't he give it a four star? He, I thought it was four. Oh, because so, out of five. Oh, I see. So this guy like made up his own ratings because he was way too good for the IMDb ratings system that he was reviewing this on. All right. Oh, wow. Look at this. Another four. Dialogue so shallow it was almost appalling. Do you have anything to, to say about uh, Troy Campbell's review? 
about the DVD bargain bin. I thought John Favreau did a great job acting in this movie. I thought he was a hilarious. Okay. I thought he was fine. I didn't. I had no problem with it, any any of it. I just like seeing you get so like fired up defending this movie. I feel like we should hold debates where like you have movies that I absolutely love and somebody who like hates it and wants to rip it apart, and we can hold like a formal debate on the movie. Troy Campbell, if you're listening, I challenge you to debate on Couples <laughs> there, Retreat. There, there you have it, <laughs> Troy Campbell, if that is your real name, or Bob, or Bob. Oh, oh, here's one. Here's a two out of 10. Worse than you think is the title of this review by EMCM5517. Left back on October 11th, 2009. It's a short review. I'm not sure what movie the other reviewers on here watched, but it wasn't the same movie I watched. This movie sucked pretty badly. I could see the whole Sarah Marshall thing it was trying to replicate. But it fell short on every level. The writing was terrible, not at all witty, and none of the characters were believable, although Vince was okay. He was the exact same character he plays in every movie. The ending felt as if they couldn't think of anything, so they just ended it predictably. I could go on, but I know they will just keep making these moneymakers, and I'll keep paying to see them. All right. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Then you have a couple... uh, Eight out of ten. Very funny. Very Is there good. A, like, let's do a ten out of ten. Uh, all right. I, I got one here. Oh, I just lost them all. What did you good do? God, man. Why is this hated? No, do a ten out of ten. I don't. I don't see any other ten out of tens. No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There is another. Oh, all right. Let's do this one. Oh, and this. Did you do this one? Because no. this is a recent one. Oh, oh, okay. This is a ten out of ten from Jasmine Airhorn. And this was uh, left back on December 22nd, 2019. Charming family movie in gorgeous surroundings. I don't know if this is a family movie, really. No. It's PG-13. There's a lot of adult-type stuff in this movie. A lot of adult themes. I wouldn't watch it with my 13-year-old. Probably not. Set in the gorgeous surroundings of Bora Bora, this family movie is one of the most charming, easily watched and rewatched films in our house. Makes me long for a tropical getaway of our own. Bang, bang. Are your family all adults? Because if so, that would make sense. Sure. Sure. If they're children, that's a little e. Here's another 9 out of 10. Don't Understand the Hate by Cy Wright. Left February 23rd, 2020. Maybe married couples appreciate it more than singles. It's one of my wife and I favorite movies. Yeah, maybe he has a point. Maybe, like, the people writing the bad reviews are the people who eat at Applebee's alone. Ooh. That could very well be. What an observation by you. Yeah, just... Wow. Just wonder... It could be. It's possible. It it very well could be. Mm -hmm. So, there's a couple more one-star reviews here. Let's do one more one-star. You want to do another one-star? All right, let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Just the title here. The cast, crew, and producers should be ashamed. This was left by Ducks Dude X 5569053272. Left on October 15th, 2009. I'm noticing a lot of these October 15th, 2009 on these hmm. bad reviews. Maybe that's when it came out. Could uh, be. Yeah. yeah, could very well be. If your idea of comedy consists of juvenile, dirty jokes that center around masturbating and sticking your private parts into other people's faces, then this is your kind of movie. 
If your idea of entertainment is watching four narcissistic, sexually depraved adults trying to cope with married life, then this is your kind of movie. The photography and location are fantastic. That's pretty universally accepted by everybody, I think. <laughs> Casting did a great job in booking the talent. Peter did a good job on the set. The plot could work with better writers. The story was weak and fragmented. I would recommend this movie only if you have absolutely nothing else to do on a cold, rainy day and you're craving popcorn. My rating is F plus for great scenery. The cast, crew, and producers should be ashamed. Wow. That was harsh. There you go. There you have it. So, and there's a few more in here. Wow. Can we do one more positive one? I'm, I'm liking thing. all these, just, just the, the one-star review, avoid at all costs. <laughs> oh, here's another 10 out of 10. It looks like a short one. Uh, we'll end on a positive note with this one. From Narita Quiles? Quiles? I don't have my glasses on. Sorry uh, if I'm mispronouncing that. It was left on January 3rd, 2019. The actors and location make this movie entertaining. It's light yet poignant. Jason, Vince, and company are delightful. Delightful. There you have I it. I like that. Delightful. We're gonna leave it up. We're gonna leave it there. Yeah. As I'm still scrolling. There's a lot, there's a lot of bad reviews. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Vince Vaughn starring as his only character, Vince Vaughn. And I brought that up. <laughs> I brought that up. Okay, I gotta get out of there because I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> That's tremendous. All right. So there you have it. Couples retreat. So I, I would assume that you're going to give this a thumbs up and a, and a recommended watch. Oh, absolutely. Watch for sure. Absolutely. All right. I'll, yes. I, I too will give it a thumbs up. Not as strong as the thumbs up from my So maybe a lady. one thumbs up compared to my two thumbs up? Eh, yeah. 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 I'll give it one thumbs up. One thumb up. One, one thumbs up. <laughs> you, I think you know you've done I mean. that last time too. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. One thumb up from me and two from my lady. So... We definitely recommend watching it. Check it out. It's it's funny. It's not it's not a family movie. Sorry. Don't watch it with don't, the little you ones. You probably don't want to watch it with anybody under, what, 16? It's PG-13, so I guess depending on what you think is acceptable in your for your comfort level and what you joke around teenager. with with your t- kids. If they're like little babies, obviously they have yeah. no clue. But yeah. yeah. I think that... There's no real violence other than the one... When Favreau knocks up the yoga dude, there's really no violence. Yeah, it's or more like, that. like there's no nudity, but it's like sexual comedy. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, just like mature situations, yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah, not not for of, kids. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. I, I I wouldn't recommend it for children. No, no. But that's just me. Anyway, check it out. Yes. Good, good flick. Uh, I I don't know if it's on cable or, or not. We, we own it. We own it. Yeah. So I want to know what do you guys have you watched it? What do you think of the movie? Did you hate it? Did you love it like I did, or did you just think it was uh, okay? Eh, okay. Eh. I, I you know I probably I say eh, okay, I, I, but I think I probably like it more than that since I put up with it so much. You laugh all the time, and when I we do watch laugh. It. So yeah. I, I guess it's not a movie that I'm just like, hey, let's watch Couples Retreat. But when you say let's watch Couples Retreat, I'm like, eh. All right. You're like, okay. I don't I don't ever fight you on it really. So I guess Because it's good and you know it. I, like it's I said, our it's, style of humor. There you have it. So check it out. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely let us know. And uh yeah, that's gonna do it for this week. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add. 
No? No. You're good? I'm good. Good to go? G to G? G to G. All right. Well, on that note then, I am the GG. What? If you want to let us know what you think of Trout Couples Retreat. We did our plugs at the beginning of the show. We did the website? We did the website and the Twitter account, but go ahead and say it again. Find us on Twitter. HomeRecordPodcast.com. There you have it. And you can give us a five-star review on iTunes, please. And find us on YouTube, Brighteon, and Odyssey. And subscribe and like, please. Please. We didn't do all this. We didn't do that part, but we did like the social media and the website and stuff. So I, I didn't want to didn't want to do it again. Okay. Didn't want to get redundant. You know what we didn't mention actually? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this music okay. here. You know what we didn't mention actually, and we probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show. We got fucking shadow banned. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> How did we fucking forget to even but bring this up? But then it came up? back. <sighs> it came back. So okay, we're gonna talk about this for a moment. God. So it was last week's episode, right? How the hell did we not mention this? I don't know. Wow. A lot amazing. has happened in the past week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we recorded this show, uh, last week's show uh, that came out uh, about the UAP report, the UFO report that came out that the government put out that was whatever. And we, we, we read it and we talked about it. So we put it out. We put our show out on Wednesday like we always do. And we wake up in the morning and it's not showing up anywhere well i look and i'm like two downloads where's the like, show yeah what like, the hell like, like, like there's that's no, yeah there was no doubt there was two two downloads which is two <laughs> and it wasn't on it wasn't my my phone or your phone because it wasn't even showing up so we're like where's our show so i went to just the app that i use i go in and i'm looking i'm like our feed is gone. Like, what the what the fuck is like going on? Like, it wasn't on? coming up, and if you searched for it, it was gone. It was like, gone. We did searches. We used like our different phones, the computer, gone. You couldn't find us. Couldn't couldn't find anything. And, and we're then, like, were we taken down? What yeah, the fuck? Like, what do we do? And then it wasn't showing up on Apple iTunes, and all like, yeah, the Apple Podcasts, it wasn't showing yeah, up. So, yeah, so Spotify and, wasn't showing up. Like, yeah, so, everywhere that we are. It, Pandora wasn't it, showing up, well, like all well, these places. The, the 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 that particular episode, which our feed was showing up, the the like the show was showing up, like the, the, the previous show with Adriana was, was there, but that particular episode just wasn't showing up. Like it just, it was like it never got released. And I'm looking everywhere. I'm I'm mess. I was I was so mad that morning trying to figure out what the hell happened, and I put out. Uh, I I think you, you may might even still like, be there. Two there's two. Of the same episode on our feed because of me putting out an, like another one without the description. We thought maybe it was something that we put. I thought it was like something maybe. Yeah, we thought the algorithm maybe flagged something that was in the description, but it, I didn't even think it was anything that was even questionable or, or anything. But you never know with the algorithm, so I just put out another uh, uh, another stream, and I think I might have. Uh, I don't even remember now, but I think you're just like, let's see if this one works. The report. Well, will this work? And that wasn't working either for a while. So I finally just at that point went, fuck this. I was pissed. So I think you put out a couple of things on social media just to let people know what was going on. That We don't know what's going on, but the show's gone. So like, I had to send, like, actually, like, I, the links, like, you can watch it here. And, yeah. like, it was on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, no, is it going to take get taken off of YouTube? I mean, if it was 
taken from everything else. Like you could only find it on Podbean who hosts our show. Yeah. And, and I mean, the episode was there. I could see it when I log into our account. It's there, but it's nobody's seeing it for whatever it was Mm -hmm. not. You couldn't find it on any other podcast platform. Then the next day it just showed up and then it was back. It was back. So I don't know what happened. I, I I have no idea, but I figured we probably should address it just because we did mention it on social media being shadow banned or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's what happened because I don't know. That's never happened with any other episode. (laughs) Nothing else we've ever done. I don't know. And again, we didn't, I I don't feel like we said anything even remotely questionable or or controversial or anything. We actually put the government over for being so clever about the way they went about things. But I was like, is it because I wrote, like, we wrote CIA, um, UAP report? I I changed a bunch of the stuff in the description just in case of something maybe getting flagged in an algorithm or whatever. I was like, of all the episodes we've done, this is the one? This mild one? Like, what? Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I gave up after about an hour of, of messing around and going through all the different stuff, yeah. and I just I, I was gonna I was gonna put my fist through my table because I was so mad. Like, but what did I tell you? What'd you tell me? I said, don't worry about it. I didn't. I stopped. Like I said, I, I I ended up just walking away from it and ended up channeling my frustration and anger into other things and getting other stuff. Uh, I channeled it in a positive direction. Did you end up having a good day? Yeah, I had a great day afterwards. But I was mad when it first happened because I'm like, how how is this happening to us? We didn't even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I said, but I told you, like, don't worry about it. Whatever's going to happen, it's yeah. going to happen. So we figured, it is. figured I'd mention it here for anybody yeah. that's stuck around this long. But thank you for everyone like, you for go. your support, too. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who were abso- like, yeah, you know, abso- supporting us about it. Yeah, so absolutely. we appreciate you. Absolutely. So, yeah, figured we'd... Uh, Mention that. Totally it, to mention I, that it literally just popped in my head at the end here i'm like how did we not mention this so like that. a week ago felt like a year ago well i mean well as of us recording now it's only been two days or wait a week three three no not a week three days wednesday Wednesday's oh when the i show thought you meant out. from when we oh I we thought recorded you meant- la- yeah we recorded the show a week ago yeah. but we put it out three days ago yeah. from when we're recording now so it wasn't no, that long true. ago, yeah, but it's just, it was it's, like three days. A anyway, lot has happened. Sorry, spaced it. Yeah, it's been a busy yeah. couple of days. But anyhow. So, hopefully this episode doesn't get shadow banned or whatever the hell happened last week. <laughs> Appalachian's like, I hate couples for Cheetos. a horrible movie. <laughs> We're taking it down. Take it down. We can't win. <laughs> That's in their algorithm. Anything couples and retreat together. Oh, no. Ban it. <laughs> Yank it right off of the damn feed. It is what it is. So, until next time, thank you very much for sticking with us and spending your time, your most valuable currency, with us. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you so much. And until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Smiles. Need that little ding sound ding. effect. What was that song in the movie that you loved so much? Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that one. It's it's so catchy. Say na na, say na na na, and they're like kind of rapping really fast. 
I don't know what they're saying, so I can't do it. I sing what I know, and I know my truth. Boom. <laughs>